Yep. 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 This wasn't supposed to happen. It wasn't in the cards. But here we are. Here we are. I'm gonna take a pillowcase, fill it full of bars of soap, and beat the shit out of you. You stick glass. You stick glass. You are now listening to on one with Contos one welcome 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 you welcome you to another illustrious edition of on one with Contos one it's episode two we are live but pre-recorded but let's just say live because it sounds better but sh- we're, 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 we're pre-recorded sh- sh- don't don't tell anybody we're pre-recorded uh Coming to you right here with a second episode, we have special guest Saturday Assumptions joining us. Give it a nice clap for the clap, 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 clap. Saturday Assumptions joining us here on the show today. But before we get to that, of course, there is a lot that I personally want to get to. You know, um, the more I, I organize this stuff in my head, the easier it's getting. You know, I'd like to I'd like to thank everybody who tuned into the last episode, uh, my conversation with Gina Asunta. That was a lot of fun. And uh, again, I thank Gina for coming on the show because I really enjoyed that conversation. And man, like it's just been great to organize all this in my head and just try to figure out who I want to have on. So I'm looking forward to continuing to do this. Uh, now, of course, I'm going to talk with creatives about creatives. I'm going to talk about even mental health and whatnot. But today, I have to I have to address this. And you know, typically, I'm I'm always on I'm always going to be on the 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 creatives side. I really will be, and this is a good example of that because usually I don't agree with Taylor Swift, like <laughs> like like not not. Not ever, 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 maybe not even at all, at all, but just recently, her battle with her label escalated and got a smidge worse, it got, it got even worse, how, how do you want to force out a live album, right, of all of her vocals, that you haven't even bothered to ask her to approve. What? You know, I I mean really, let's let's think about this, right? There is this report coming out about how the the label more or less wants to put together this live album, live album uh and ta- and Taylor Swift hasn't even hasn't even listened to her vocals yet, she claims, you know, and uh I mean that's one of the biggest that's one of the biggest no-nos you could you could you could have in music. If you're working with somebody and you're all working together as a team, you know, that that in itself is an investment of time and and product. So 
if somebody is going behind behind someone's back and not showing them every process every step of the process rather that's that's a huge problem you know so i wasn't cool with that uh when you work in music you work as a team if 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 the team doesn't want to work as a team then one half the team is is seeing you know half of the product and nothing more it's it's got to be a team effort to see it fully fully through otherwise it's not going to work out uh and you know what taylor swift you know it's it's not the first it's not the not the first person i'm ever going to jump up and down and defend but it's one of those situations where if if we don't if we don't if we don't talk about certain things just like this and it's like artists artists of all of all kinds are not going to get respect it's kind of like how you know i saw this video right of little baby on twitter and the video was little baby talking to his label pretty much just like openly on instagram live what it looked like at least what it looked like was instagram live and he said something to the effect of pay up <laughs> give me my money you know pay up you owe me five million dollars right what are you stupid are you dumb and all i see on social media is ah oh, he's crazy like he he doesn't he what is he where does he get off like talking about five million dollars well what five million dollars considering he's one of the hottest whether people want to admit it or not one of the hottest rappers out right now one of the hottest artists period right now it wouldn't surprise me right it wouldn't surprise me if he is owed that five million dollars like it would it wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't he he's probably owed that money because they're seeing that money and they don't want to share all the pieces of the pie with 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 the main artist i just i don't understand that which is what this taylor swift thing is at least in my opinion right in my opinion it's going behind her back and just doing whatever they want to do just because they've had their 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 hands in 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 the kitchen you know like they, they've been the cooks in the kitchen i understand but communication has to go all the way around that's why like when little baby says oh i'll just go back to hustling anyway like whatever like whatever like do what you got to do to make your money at this point especially during these times and then people want to say oh rich people don't have these problems anyway the more money we have the harder shit is in in some forms in some forms relax don't jump on me now don't jump on me Shame. now relax just stay with me right Shame. i know you're gonna jump up and down Shame. just stay with me stay with me Shame. of course rich people are gonna have f way more resources than people who aren't well off but i am saying the more money we have the harder we will fall because of like how high that that high is that in itself is my point so please don't don't misquote me here like that's as clear as day the more money we have the harder we are going to fall there is a lot 
that comes with money that I can't even myself, I, I myself can't even fathom, you know what I mean? I'm not going to sit here and cape for, for, for rich people, you know? Uh, <laughs> but nonetheless, I will still talk about them. Uh, sometimes they'll be mental, sometimes they'll be musical stuff, you know? Um, and in instances like these, it's definitely musical and has to stay in this direction because I'm looking at, at artists like the baby, right? And I'm, I'm genuinely, I'm genuinely confused by, by his approach right now. I mean, I get it, right? I get it because when we look at the streams, he, 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 he was, his numbers were crazy. I think it was like, correct me if I'm wrong, like 25 million streams on Spotify in 24 hours or something on his album. Like that's, I mean, that's, that's crazy, right? That's crazy, crazy, crazy. Now that's great and all. And it's great that like videos are being made. I like, you know, what's, I like for the most part, what's coming out aside a few songs, but here's my problem. Why, why in God's name is he, is he, is he saying, why is he saying he's going to drop another album after he just dropped an album? And before this album, blame it on baby, he dropped Kirk. Like you can't drop. I mean, look, I'm not going to say what people can or can't do, but it's like, at some point people are going to get tired. And I know that like a lot of people are saying that right now, but it's, it's really the truth. I thought, I thought after the Kirk album, he was going to like drop more videos and do some more like marketing, you know, different marketing type stuff. So he could maybe cross over. I don't know. Or maintain momentum. I don't know. But to drop another album this year, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If he really does that, that's crazy. That's crazy to me. Like you're not, you're I'm sorry. You're not Drake. You're not Drake. And I love, and I listen, I love Drake and I love future, but here's the thing about Drake and future and the baby, like all three of them right now, like obviously, obviously the baby hasn't been around long enough in the mainstream, like future and Drake have to, to, to be exhausted or possibly be exhausted in the market. But I am saying that he, he, he will, he, he can reach that point. And some people are even arguing that about Drake, though, though I disagree, like, I, I completely disagree. I think Drake is, is still on a tear as we speak. He just put out that, that surprise tape out of nowhere. It's like really actually good. And a lot of people were doubting it at first. They were doubting it. They were saying like, oh, eh, I don't know. It's just going to be a filler, uh, filler project before the album comes out. And to be honest with you, objectively listening to it, it's pretty great. It really is. But I bring my point back so that way we could wrap this all up here. What I'm trying to say is, is while I'm making these similarities apparent, you know, while these similarities are apparent, rather, Drake is not the baby and the baby's not Drake. You know, like it, you know, Drake, Drake has proved that he is staying here for a long time. There's no question, but Drake has a better chance at surviving being overexposed in a short period of time, way more than the baby, you know, like, 
like the ba- the baby is way less likely to 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 survive being overexposed. Drake has 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 jumped through a bunch of hurdles to get to the point that he's at right now. So while I'm always going to be worried about artists being exposed whether it's future Drake or the baby like uh some artists can survive it more than others. And and to me like I love Future, but Future's having that problem right now, in my opinion, himself uh, as well. Uh, and that's and that's why there's a lot of room for for us to have opinions about what these artists can do, because we can have these opinions, but they're not always going to be even close to true. Similar to what I saw with Charlemagne the God, he made these comments about how. And and by the way, this isn't exclusive to Charlemagne because I've been seeing a lot of people making these comments about how whether whether it's whether it's the baby or whether it's Drake actually, but but more specifically Drake. We'll focus on that. You know, saying Drake shouldn't be making this TikTok type music, and while I understand why people would say that, it's like. Drake hasn't, you know, it's it's not the first time Drake has made this kind of music before, and I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's pandering either. <laughs> it's not pandering either, though I don't like TikTok, you know, inspired music. It has its place, but I think that when it's done right, it can exceed. TikTok and this song in particular is it is it the greatest Drake song of all time no is it even a top 10 Drake song no but it's a good song that's how great Drake is as an artist like really the fact that this isn't even top 10 and he's still selling like that like this song not even being top 10 in his catalog most likely and is still selling well you could argue with me that sales don't mean much. Dumbass. But does Drake really need to pander Charlemagne or anybody for that matter? Does does Drake really need to chase a wave? Nope. You could argue that as much as you'd like with the you know, with the with the demon song as well. Chasing the the New York sound with Fabio and them. I understand, like <clears throat> I get that. But is it really chasing a wave or just being at the right place at the right time and just keeping an open mind? I think I think I think Drake is is very much so open-minded when it comes to uh his 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 music and I think that goes a long way. And I think a lot of artists could benefit from thinking the same way. So do I think do I think do I think artists are always chasing a sound? No, I really don't think so. People accused the baby of of making like different, you know, melodic type songs on his uh, project recently. To which, I mean, I I didn't I didn't think like I only liked one of them or two of those like singing type songs, you know. But I want to hear I want to hear the baby rap. But we gotta be easy on these artists and let them try shit out. Like, it's really not that big of a deal to let an artist try something. That's all I'm saying. Now, I could go on and on about this and, 
you know, people wouldn't really want to hear it after all those minutes passing by. So let's switch it up a little bit and introduce my guest this week. Uh, I was going to rant about how Apple Music and Rap Genius are, you know, more so Apple Music, (laughs) just terrible with getting lyrics right when it comes to getting lyrics right. And their descriptions are just unbelievable man you know i i wish i'm not i'm not even i'm this is a public service announcement all i'm gonna say is do not trust the lyrics on rap genius or apple music unless the artist verified it that's all i'm saying this was a public service announcement thank you very much my guest this week (laughs) my guest this week is uh, a very talented producer from right here in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. I've just met him recently. We've been talking a little bit more in the quarantine life. And of course, I've got him on the phone. So I decided to, of course, share that conversation with you right here on this episode. So here is my conversation with the one and only Saturday Assumptions. Saturday Assumptions. Is that you? Yep. <laughs> is this the real Saturday Assumptions? I'm not sure because we got the wrong number the first time, but we're here, baby. Nice, me. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. E- uh, episode 2, On 1 with Contos 1. I'm here right now live but pre-recorded with the one and only Saturday Assumptions. And just to give you a little bit of context... Uh, I so he te- so sa- he he texted me a number and then I texted this person and like gave them like a bit of a like breakdown of what was going to go down and and then I got no answer and then he's like oh yeah I sent you the wrong number I'm like oh sick so so yeah so we have somebody like all on our plans now so if somebody hacks the interview I'm 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 fully allowed to blame you so I'm just letting you know it's cool, I'll talk to them, like, yeah. hey, <laughs> I thought I was you, unfortunately, I'm not. <laughs> well, that's it, like, you know what, honestly, they'll just put on the Blue Tin EP, and they'll just be hypnotized by that, because ever since, ever since I bumped into the Blue Tin EP, that's what really explains who Saturday Assumptions was to me, um, how did how did it feel to drop that blue tin EP the first time you dropped it? Honestly, like I kind of made the project as like a challenge to myself. Okay. Because I was like, so my final year of like seizure up, right? Uh, I'm I work well. I go to school for art, right? For visual arts, right? Okay. So um, she was like, you have to make a fine project. It has to be like multimedia related. You got to have really big projects. So what I did was I made two like 40 by 40 paintings based on Star of Icarus and made like a whole soundtrack of Star of Icarus, right? And just to explain to, like, just, sorry, just to explain to everybody listening, I- Icarus is your, one of your first projects, right? Yeah, I think it's like my third project, my first real project that I'm like really proud of. So. Okay, amazing project so, by the way. Yes. Thank you. So like I made that project, I was like, cool, it was like hip hop, trap, hip hop, like futuristic stuff, right? Right. And then like in the summer, I made like, um, um, Black Star EP, right? Which is basically like 
about like um, me going back to Ghana and like rejecting my roots and like being more someplace that's more grounded for me. That's so amazing. I made these two things. I was like, okay, so like it was super like it had it was a good story, but it was like devoid of like soulful influences inside. And Blackstar's EP was like it had a little of humanity inside of it, but I was like, let me push it into like something that's more like relatable to people. So no, the kids make an RV project for the for shit to giggles. Like it's have fun. <laughs> so did you? So did you feel channeling like going back to your roots? Did you feel that helped you connect to people on a on a more real level? Yeah, I think I got better at understanding how to make music that connects to people. Really, like, and that and that I feel I connect with more because I realize like I love Blue Tint and Black Sea because they're more human. Like, they're more connected to, like, me expressing emotions and, like, me trying to tell somebody something and stuff. Like, Icarus was more like a story that was very, like, systematic. So, so in that case, Blue Tint was more, Blue Tint EP was definitely more free-flowing and more who you were, I guess. Yeah. It was, like, it was kind of a combination of both for us. Like, I wanted to craft a product that was super-duper, like, emotional, but also very precise and, like, execution. Do you get do you get worried um, about finding a balance with that storytelling slash you know self you know telling a story about yourself like that you know like that balance between fan- fantasy or you know just staying true to you is there is there a struggle there? There kind of was at first like trying to make music with these ideas in mind, but like, the more you do it, the more you're like, okay, I get what I want to do now. And it gets easier. Like, when I start a project, I'm at my most, like, annoyed and, like, very irritable. Yes. I'm just mad at myself. <laughs> Fuck I'm yeah. like, shit, I'm not where I want to be yet with this idea, right? So I'm, like, mm-hmm. stressed out. I'm like, okay, how to make this project work? And then after, like, three beats in, I'm like, okay, I get exactly what I do. And, like, the process gets faster as I go. Mm. So, so the, the vision is, like, very clear in my head. I know how I'm going to arrange stuff. Like, I know where I'm going with it. So it's like, okay, we're good. But that takes time, of course, you know, like, as you said, you know, at first it it's, starts out as really damn frustrating, right? And then it's like, I guess, trusting in that process of just letting go eventually brings forth those ideas. Because obviously it's it's very hard for those ideas to come through, like, right away. Some ideas are really fast, but others, they take time, no? Yeah, and I think I'm kind of lucky because I study in art. So I go to school, I get paid. Like, I, I pay for teachers to tell me, hey, your idea is trash, start over. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what I go to school, I get paid for, like, I pay teachers, like, hey, I don't know how to make, and they're like, okay, this is how you create, and this is how you gotta do it your way, and this is how you work through, like, problems, and this is how you create in a way that's personal to you. So I think the more I got better at school, the better or easily got for me to make music because I would take these like ideas and translate them over so I was more aware of how to make how to make a career process more like seamless and how to just like put more of myself in it and less of the less of trying to show technique okay but even so even if it's seamless like did it ever become or rather does does it ever become a challenge where the school can maybe get in the way of how you personally want to structure what you're trying to do? Does the, does the schooling get in that way of how they want to do things in some forms? Uh, yeah, because you have like strict guidelines, it always gets 
yeah, it always gets to the problem with creative where it's like, how do I create in a box, right? Right. That's never, it's never fun. But I kind of learned to realize that boxes aren't that bad necessarily, right? Because boxes kind of like help direct where you should go in the project. So I kind of create my own personal boxes when I make projects now. Hmm. So it's, it's, it's on your terms more so. Exactly. Hmm. But even, mm, even on your own terms, it's kind of tricky because it's like, we, we always, I feel like we can always bump into that one constant thought that can, that can come up in the cycle of like that repetition. Do, do you have like any of those thoughts like that can kind of be, you know, like linked to that frustration, any, any common patterns when you're creating? Yeah, like, I think I was kind of, like, structuring songs in a way that's, like, too predictable sometimes. Hmm. And I don't particularly like it because it's, like, I want to make something a little bit, like, more abstract. But I don't want to, like, interfere with how I make music more relatable to people, you know? Right. I was, I get into this wall of, like, okay, I want to make wild shit. But how do I make wild shit without alienating everybody? <laughs> <laughs> like not pushing them too far off to the side. Yeah, because I realize that like when I get stuck in a certain like rate of flow, I become more, more and more like abstract in a sense, right? Right. And that abstraction works in my head because I was like, I've been here sitting at this computer for 10 hours straight. So it makes sense <laughs> to me now. <laughs> it sounds great now, but when you wake yeah, up tomorrow. fire. And I wake up in the morning and I'm like, yeah. Yo, what were you on, bro? <laughs> Every time. That's so true. It's true. I think, I, did, like, I think I made a beat with like seven beat switches once. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, I made it and I woke up and I was like... <laughs> You could have made this an EP. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you, you? Like, you thought you made, like, Stairway to Heaven or something? It was, like, nine minutes long or some shit? Like, it was a ridiculous amount of, like, beats and shit. And I was like, and I like some of the beats inside, but I was like, there is no way this makes any sense. <laughs> but it's a blessing, though, in, in, in the same instance, because it kind of leads you to, you know, I find stuff like that can lead us to, like, another direction, which, which makes the bigger bigger picture right yeah exactly like i think when you when you allow yourself just get lost in what you're doing even if you have an idea in mind at first i guess like where your ideas like evolve kind of makes for like a better project at the end really right see so mm, that's it that, that takes time of course my mind is just going all over the place when i hear you say that but then it's like so you say you say that you want to be abstract, but at the same time, I listen to a song like Colors on the Blue Tent EP, and it's like, yeah. it's so, it's so hypnotizing, which is what makes it so great, right? Um, but, but then I have to ask, you know, you say that you want to be abstract, but not too far off, is, you know, is, is there a conscious effort being put forward like when you're doing this when you're making stuff like is there is there in other words to be to make this simpler is there a conscious effort to be straightforward when making your music or would you say you prioritize being on the fly i prioritize like sending a image across 
first and foremost. And then how I do it kind of depends on, like, my mood. But, like, for colors, for example, like, colors start off super-duper loud with a bunch of layers and stuff. And as I went on, I started cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting, right? And, like, kind of making it to the better of what I need to do to, like, translate the idea that I want to get out of that track, if that makes sense. Right. It's It's kind of like... If if I'm understanding it right, is it is it like you're working from the inside and kind of like seeing the outside? The more you dig out, maybe, kind of. Yeah, basically, it's kind of like yeah. Like you, I start off with this like pile of ideas, and I I just try to streamline it more. And it kind of like helps direct like okay, because when this because it's like you know exactly what it feels like and what it sounds like, right? Because the code is like very distinct in that track listing because mm-hmm. it feels the most like airy right and that's kind of what I was going for so you're like okay how do I translate this idea of like these airy feelings that you kind of feel in like in a relationship whatever hmm. and how that make that sound good so I saw like a bunch of like chords whatever I started just like EQing the hell out of everything and then cutting stuff out and just re trying to focus on like how it really feels and less on like how it's structured or like how it's going to sound right the the feelings it's actually bringing out of people it's like that's the more that's the biggest part about it yeah because you can hit people over the head with it Mm -hmm. it's like okay cool this is like a these are very lush chords like oh my god i'm in love right Mm. but then i was like that's not what that really feels like right Mm. it's this balance of like musicality and the story you're trying to tell that I'm trying to like keep focused and keep consistent. That's incredible, man. Um, well, yo, thank you for this. Like, I really appreciate you taking the time to, to share a piece of yourself on, um, on this second episode of the show. Um, before we, before we get off of here, uh, I'm starting to ask everybody who comes on the show, the same question, so I'm going to do this with you. You're going to be the first one. <laughs> uh, so okay. this so this is the last question that we're going to sign off with uh, from now on for every guest. So, Mr., uh, so Saturday Assumptions, if you could run the world for 48 hours, what would yeah. you do? Dum, okay. dum, dum. Um, Drum roll. <laughs> I'd make our education easier or I'd make our education more accessible and create a bridge between art and science. Nice. I feel like those are things that art and science shouldn't be distinct places. They should be like in the same realm, right? Because when you innovate, you need ideas, and to execute the ideas, you need like the knowledge to execute them, right? So, I love that. Yeah. That was actually wholesome. I thought you were gonna be on. Some- <laughs> I thought you were gonna say some crazy shit. I mean, also because you know, sponsor everybody that's only fans, you know. <laughs> but- <laughs> hey, there you go. Legal. Yeah, but. Legalize but the OnlyFans. No more like, hating OnlyFans. Sorry? Said everybody should have OnlyFans anyway, so I can't really do the OnlyFans thing anymore. But, <laughs> I yeah, mean, you I could. Know. Everybody has a podcast now, right? Wink, wink at me. <laughs> at me, everybody. Hey, hey, come on. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be the thing. The wholesome, wholesome me would say, yeah, let's do that. Let's get Saturday Assumptions on OnlyFans reading a Bible for $25 a month, everybody. Oh my god, no, it's worse. My friend told me you should do OnlyFans, just read erotica. <laughs> she was like, I love your voice, just read erotica. And I was like, this is a bad idea, but okay. <laughs> they want you to do ASMR, that's what they want you to do. They want you to whisper into the mic and stuff like that. 
YouTube, hey, you, YouTube that everybody YouTube ASMR. That's good shit. Um, okay, we are at 30 minutes, so I'm going to sign off here and honor the time. Saturday Assumptions, man, thank you so much for joining the show today. I really appreciate you taking the time. No problem. This is fun. I can wait for the next episode. Yeah, thank you, man. All the best. For more Saturday Assumptions, go check them out on Spotify and SoundCloud and go listen to the Blue Tint EP. You can also follow Saturday Assumptions on all social media platforms under the username Saturday Assumptions. That's one S uh, in Assumptions, Saturday Assumptions. And for more of me, Contos1, you can follow me on all social media platforms under the username Contos1. That's Contos1, Contos, K-O-N-T-O-S-O-N-E. Thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode of On One with Contos1. I'll see you all in two weeks. Stay safe.